Hi, I'm Keshav Naidu and this is Talk to the Brand. Together, we bring you inspiring stories from the world of brand building. This week on our show, we have the very special Yusuf Rangunwala. Yusuf has worked across India, Singapore and Indonesia. He's been a strategic planner at Widen and Kennedy and BBH. He's been VP strategy at Leo Burnett Mumbai. He's headed strategy for Young and Rubicam Singapore and currently he heads strategy at Famous Innovations. Welcome Yusuf. Yeah. All right, Yusuf. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Hi. So welcome Yusuf. So now that the introductions are out of the way, this is great. I would like to take our listeners through what is it that makes Yusuf special. Having worked in advertising so long, what would you say is like the single biggest project or or sort of assignment or or, or even say period that you look back and you say, wow, that was an amazing time in your career. Or hmm. That that's something that that you really are uh, proud of. So I would say that um, I think the time. But I will split this question into three different parts. I would even rephrase it. I would say a, a part that you look at fondly. Yeah, I think that's a that's a, that's a more that's an easier way to answer this because um, the biggest project is not necessarily the one you usually enjoy the most. Exactly, uh, that's a case that all of us uh, will face. You must have experienced it too, Keshav. I think uh, to be really honest, I enjoyed myself the most uh, when I was uh, at Widen and Kennedy uh, in Delhi. and at uh, then at bbh and i spent 3 years and 7 months at that agency and it definitely uh, remains the most uh, rewarding uh, the most successful but bbh for me was slightly more uh, more enjoyable as a stint because i learned the most about strategy and i i learned the most and i was also the most successful uh, so i when i when i was at bbh i picked up 13 of my 18 strategy awards so far uh, that i have in my career So if is there a is there a real world experience or a story that this can that this can lead us to where you know you 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 feel like strategy sort of I'm sure on a on an everyday basis you feel like strategy saves the day but a hallmark point where you said okay you know this is a a true moment where without strategy it would have just several there are several such moments so uh, but your one yeah my favorite is it was a campaign that uh, BBH had done for Nihar Shanti Amla. where we completely turned around the brand after nearly being fired as the agency so uh, this is a very interesting case study one of my favorites it won uh, when this brand got a gold at the appies in singapore for this i think for the second time in a row i think it was 2014 okay one of the former brand managers of that product was uh, from dubai and he was attending the conference and he came up to me and he said you know what this brand was in the gutter no one at marico wanted to work on it because it's a brand that is cheap it's- the problem is that because it was always competing with dabar amla and it was launched at 33% the price of a dabar amla bottle of mm-hmm. any any size people didn't even know the name and by the way when i started working on the brand that was also the problem but he said i can't believe this is on stage winning gold at an asia pacific level so that personally you know meant that we had turned skeptics into believers you know we had yeah. people we had turned people who had lost any faith in that brand and they had nothing to do with it anymore but to for them to feel pride uh, and ownership uh, means a lot more than of course the awards and the success and the business results that it that it, that it creates yeah so you know often people ask me or even i wonder if you know what the real purpose of awards is and i think these kind of moments i think justify certain is because it, you know you can you can rally troops the kind of energy the kind of effort 
that people can put into entire teams they can go to war yes absolutely and, and that comes out of that that recognition finally it's validation that everybody seeks true and i'll tell you how we changed the brand we identified the brand's problem and it was a tough battle all right because marico has a lot of experienced marketers uh very sharp very strategic the brief to us was that this brand even though it was in 2011 uh marico's fastest growing brand fastest it was single handedly bringing down the ma- entire marico uh hair care uh brand sets uh profitability down uh, because it was a it was what is in marketing terms and i, I hate marketing cliches it was called one of those price warriors rah. and this said mr mariwala is is furious he wants to turn this around and i was uh, you know i partho sena uh, was our head of strategy at the time and he right. he told me what the brief was and uh, we ev- and i won't t- tell you the entire process it will take a lot of time but i'll tell you some of and all of everything i say right now you can you can quote it's true all right statements that were said meetings that happened incidents that occurred and also the, the the recognition that we got but i can tell you that we identified the problem and when we went and told said this to the client they were a bit surprised and also a little scared shocked. and scared stunned and shocked we said this this problem this brand has an existential crisis so they were like okay uh see i mean you know the, everyone puts a lot into their work so when we said that and this brand is called uh, nihar shanti amla nihar shanti amla yeah uh, so this we said it has an existential crisis and if you don't resolve the brand's problem now it will never recover so we were saying these statements with a lot of data and a lot of confidence all right but obviously the response was not very positive call it divine intervention or call it coincidence at that very time uh, marico as well as bbh had been approached by cry worldwide child rights and you right to contribute to their csr initiatives right. all right and somehow when we were brainstorming one day the idea that we got uh, was that why don't we get nihar shanti amla partner with child rights and you yeah. turn this into a cause branding campaign for women in rural up and small towns of northern and western india where the brand is sold and actually ask them to participate in a campaign to create change So the first question was are you telling us we don't need to advertise the product and we were like yeah sort of you don't need the product window where the hair looks great yeah. you don't need to show that the hair oil is being applied you just need to say that this is a like this is for a larger cause the response we, we got by the way was are you f- kidding me <laughs> <laughs> and but i must say we had champions within the marico system as well uh, i must mention tarun raman who was leaving marico at the time but he was the category head and when we presented the first idea that we really really loved It was 18 slides and when I finished he was very eager to talk during the presentation 18 is very few 18 is very few but we knew exactly what we were saying and uh, when I finished and he seemed eager to talk during the presentation so the my business head and I when we were presenting we didn't know whether it was going to be good or bad the moment I finished he said thank you uh, this is the best piece of thinking I've seen in a really really long time can we go and share this with Samir our, my boss and we said okay let's go Now Samir is a man I respect a lot. Uh, he was the marketing head of Marico at the time. We met him and his entire his reaction after seeing the presentation was like, "Hmm, it's nice." And it was my first meeting with him, so I didn't know how it went and I thought it went really bad. And when we came out of the meeting, Abhimanyu, my business head, hugged me and he said, "Fuck, what a meeting." <laughs> and I said he didn't even smile. And he said, "When Samir says, "Hmm, it's nice," that's like a year's achievement." So we knew we were on the right track but I'll tell you now I'll quickly take you through the story it didn't go well after that we had to stall the campaign for 8 months okay because there were a lot of questions from Marico about whether this would work and primarily for one big reason 
a lot of market research, which I personally have a lot of problems with in India, because it's usually fudged. And I must say, it's not very thorough. It's really generic. It's very cliched. And that's the reason creative teams don't get inspired. You're talking about qualitative. Qualitative research. Don't get inspired by the kind of findings they that, that they produce. Market research had suggested that people who are at the bottom of the pyramid really don't believe in charity. Uh, they will never contribute to a good cause. And we kept debating that India is a country of temples, mosques and churches. And we had data that suggested that the higher people go up the ladder, uh, especially in the middle class, the lesser they start donating. All right. The fact is we couldn't, we, we refuse to accept uh, as an agency that people who earn little don't want to spare spare change for anyone, uh, you know. And this is a fact. And this is a fact. This is a truth. This is a fact. Because this would then shut down temples and mosques completely. Because one thing we realized and we told the marketing team and this was a big conversion stage. And then they finally started accepting is that and we said that because it was that poverty is relative. Everyone thinks that people below them on the ladder are poorer than they are. And that's how people donate. All right. Uh, But we didn't want to make this a campaign about charity. So the big shift, you know, eight months later was that we said that this will be a brand that will stand for uh, change, not charity. And that was the strategic uh, shift Shift that we wanted to bring about. And the promise the brand would make is that every time someone bought a bottle of Nihar Shanti Amla, 2% of that bottle's income would go to children's education projects in villages and small towns of rural UP. The reason we said this is because of Cry's initiative as well. But more importantly, the fact that change is much more easier to bring about and be desirable to participate in when it affects people around you. Around you. It has to be around you. Yeah. And we said that, look, you know, these people are anyway doing some charity or the other. All right. In small towns, when there, whenever there's a puja or a big religious yeah. event, people go to temples and donate. And but Chanda is a popular form. Absolutely. Of, I mean... So we kept debating, all right, and it took us eight months. I'm sorry, I, I, that's how much this this took. But eventually, what happened is that when we released the first campaign with Vidya Balan, fantastic uh, communication, but it failed. It failed in the testing. It failed, not in the testing. It didn't do Results. anything for the brand. Okay, and that's the reason I say this is one of my favorite incidents and favorite stories and examples. Uh, we were put on a three month deadline by Marico that turned this around. Uh, you told us this would work. I really want to know how this ends. Yeah, and we said, all right. And uh, my boss and our client servicing head were livid. But one, one, I think one, one incident that really convinced us that we were going to do the good thing and the right thing and the better thing for the brand. And also, you know, when you're doing something like this, which is going to help children and people, you always feel that there's a better thing that will be achieved. Uh, the CMO of uh, uh, the marketing head of Marico, uh, Samir Satpati, the man I mentioned. When he and I were at the Appies in Singapore, we were presenting, uh, I had won an award for another brand of Marico. And he and I were at Holland Village, uh, along with other Marico employees and having, uh, you know, a drink and chatting. And he asked me, uh, because, uh, he hadn't met us in a long time for Nihar Shanti. And he asked me how the campaign development was going. And I told him that it wasn't great because there's not faith in the team at Marico in the idea that we're suggesting. And he just told me that, uh, you know what, Yusuf, I was, uh, that he was in a similar situation when Safola wanted to move from just selling oil to, to helping people prevent heart attacks. Heart and he said that he had to battle it out within his own system. And eventually, one day when someone in, the, someone in his company asked him how much he believed in it, and he said that, look, data is great and I've got all the facts, but mm. beyond a point, you've got to realize that this is going to do something good for something, someone. And there cannot be more data beyond this. You have to go with the conviction you have. And then if you fail, you fail. And he said, look at that. And he said, do you believe in this? And I said, 100%. She said, then go for it. And that's the reason we kept continuing. 
all right so cut now back to the stage where we were in a, on a three month deadline we had to make some changes in the new communication that we had to create for nihan shanti amla we did that uh, we balanced it out we made a, we uh, we balanced out the 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 product's role uh, we uh, made it very uplifting and cheerful because charity is gloomy right change is not and that's an error we had made in the first film in fact when sir john hegarty had seen the first film his first question was what's the brand doing and that has shaken us up because, yeah and when and and if sir john hegarty says it you obviously think know that he has a has a very deep perspective about it so we made those changes we released the second set of communication uh, and a month later we got a call from the marico team saying that they wanted to meet our uh, ceo and the team that had worked on the second campaign and we were like man that's it like this is it and it hadn't been very smooth at that time so we thought okay and you know i at that time i felt i got to find a new job ye hoga kya hoga matlab le jayenge brand kya hoga so the category head and her brand manager came over they were on the first floor in the conference room they had the presentation ready and my ceo my boss in fact uh, my business head and i we walked in and we sat down and they said all right we have results from the track study for the brand for nihar shanti amla and to be honest i think everyone was holding their chairs saying that this is that moment uh, and she said oh well you know for the first time in 5 years nihar shanti amla's brand equity has shown an increase of 15% i tell you what <laughs> we could have hugged anyone and we were like what and she said yeah i mean everything is positive uh, everything has gone up and we've never seen this in 5 years not a single track study and uh, the sales team is excited and uh, well done and we could not believe it but <laughs> what happened to the brand a year later is phenomenal everyone in marico believed in nihar shanti amla everyone thought that was a great idea nihar shanti amla's equity never looked back uh, what also started to happen is in research women who didn't even know the name of the brand by the way you know how it was bought in villages it was bought as sasta wala dabar amla people didn't even know nihar shanti amla that's the reason right. we told the client it's because an exi- it, it was the me too it's an existential crisis people don't know the name of the brand my i had done, gone and done research with the marico team in villages in up and when we showed the bottle to them people said ha ye sasta wala dabar amla hai hmm. they didn't even know the name of the brand it's called uh, amla that's uh, the that's the definer sasta wala dabar amla wo de do that's it those who can afford dabar amla will buy dabar amla what we noticed uh, in research after this campaign a year later was that women who would buy the brand uh, when asked the reason they would always say sasta hai for the first time for the first time said kaam acha kar raha hai na logo ka bhalai kar raha hai so hmm. so they found a reason they to be their... proud of the brand Absolutely. and share that with that's their friends that's classic post purchase cognitive reasoning i mean usually that you use that for high end speaker equipment or something like that but for a hair oil but for you know a, 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 imagine for like yeah. a tiny category like and and not then, tiny a, a tiny purchase like yeah and then there was always a problem with nihar shanti amla's communication because every time in the previous ads they would show the product window they would they would say 300% vitamin e or 100% vitamin mm-hmm. e or whatever uh, dabar amla would release an ad with a celebrity and they would use nihar shanti amla as, as the, the as the as Com- the bad competition arm sadharan bura wala tel and they would dismiss us all right people would never have anything to say about the product when when whenever in research people would be asked what they thought about nihar shanti amla as a product they'd be like theek hai and after this campaign when people were asked the response was acha product hai and we said and then the question was kyu said dekhiye acha kaam kar raha hai na to acha kaam kar raha hai to acha hi product banayenge wo kyu dhoka denge hmm. see now that's the advantage that you bring in when association you, when you try to do something good people believe in you so what we had for nihar shanti amla was a lot of consumers we now had believers people who started believing in the brand and 
no one likes to defame anyone who's doing anything good. So guess what happened when Dabar Amla released a campaign a year later? We were not in the product window anymore because mm-hmm. they can't show someone who's, who's doing helping good. children study be seen as a bad person. They don't want to be that brand. Uh, Dabar Amla lost four percent market share in two years. Wow. All to Nihar Shanti Amla. Nihar Shanti Amla's uh, campaign was cited by Fiki as one of uh, the 10 most interesting uh, cause branding case studies in 2014. And uh, the other interesting part was that we also launched a mobile education campaign along with this the year later. So uh, women in India could uh, call a number uh, and give that number a missed call. Nihar Shanti Amla would call them back and teach their children a sentence in English every day. Wow, on the phone. On the phone. So that's how we build the brand. It's 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 a lovely. See, it's not a. It's not one of those ads that the ad industry talks about. You yeah, know, it's not. It's not one of those like, oh wow, such a big, beautiful commercial. It didn't cost crores. There's no glamour. Here. Yeah, there's no glamour. It didn't cost crores. So clearly, you know, brand building. This is a lot of work, and this is a great story. What do you? feel about current Indian ad. So cu- currently one of the biggest campaigns just came out last week is the Fevicol ad. What are your thoughts? Yeah, so I'll before that I'll tell you what uh, I really like that ad. Before I but before I tell you about that ad, I must say that uh, it's a it's really a fresh uh, perspective and it's an ad that I've wanted to see again and again. I love it because I think uh, first of all the writing is fantastic. It's charming, it's colloquial, it's beautiful. I love it. All right. Uh, more importantly, I think what I love about the way they've done the ad, it's a very confident perspective from the brand and about the brand. Because Fevicol has nowhere in that ad or video mentioned what it does. Because Fevicol is not a product. It's not a brand. It's a part of being Indian. All right. Every Indian knows about Fevicol. So they haven't said, Fevicol, oh, you need it because Fevicol ka jor achche sa chana pai. Like Parachute or... See, brands like Parachute and Fevicol are... And Amul are, are, are a part of being Indian. So, and, and I, therefore, you know, what I love is the fact that even at the end, you know, where they've said, sofa banaye to dil se banaye. No, what I love the most is how they turn the dial up on society a little bit. Ki shadi dil se kare na kare, something of that sort. Ni shadi banaye ya na banaye. That line, by the way, sofa banaye to dil se banaye is a six. It's a fantastic line to end the ad with. Yeah. Uh, what I love is, is uh, you know, that, and it's a great tribute to the brand. It's a vehicle. Yeah, yeah. They've used it so beautifully. I, and I think if you were to break it down further and go into the craft and the detailing of every era that they've covered. The fact that the film so smoothly moves from black and white into a soft color, then into a full film. Color film. It's a magnum opus in yeah, terms yeah. of production, in terms of budget, styling. It's it's amazingly well done. And I love the. I I think it's a great tribute to a to a cultural icon. Um, lovely stuff. So clearly, you know, you work with brands, you work with people, you work with. It, it's needless to say, observing people is a is like second nature. Of course, right. So, what is it that you've noticed? The one of the most one of your most recent observations. So I haven't, uh, I haven't observed it physically, but I've observed it in the content that a lot of people below the age of 25 share with each other. Okay. All right. And I've realized two big, big glaring truths uh, or, and observations about them. The first is that today's millennials or the young millennials, as we, as we like to call them, those below 
whatever they're called, the age of 25, um, don't actually have a word for sadness. They don't even know how to express it as an emotion. Whenever they want to say, yeah, yeah they, whenever they want to say they're sad, they use the word I'm lost. The phrase I'm lost. They can't comp. So they're born yeah. in such, and I'm talking about urban millennials, not everyone, but they don't know the word for sadness. They just say I'm lost. That's the phrase. That's the that's the expression on 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 social media in 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 friends amidst friends is, is when they have to a... describe themselves. And my understanding was that it's because they are they've been told not to be sad. They're not allowed. They don't they're even allowed. They don't even sad. they don't even give themselves the permission, permission to experience that a variety of emotions. All they want is happiness. this perpetual happiness, this high dose of artificial euphoria. It's not real. It can't be. But that's how they are. So that's what is perpetuated. That's what they've been. Raised on, yeah, yeah, completely, and they so they can't comprehend it. They just don't know what to Rather say. Rather, they don't know how to process it. Yeah, and they don't know how to process it. See, I didn't yeah. know this. Like, how did you? We were doing a research. Upon we them. were doing a research project uh, for a for a pitch, and we were part of WhatsApp groups, right. and uh, we also saw a lot of memes that are being shared by people. Right. Uh, so we were part of WhatsApp groups that have people between the ages of eighteen and twenty five, and every time anyone had to say something which expressed sadness, they would use this phrase. So we didn't understand it for two days. Yeah, because how do you yeah. notice it? So on day three, we called up someone in that group who we knew and we said, what the f*** are people trying to say when they say I'm lost? How old is this person? Uh, 19. That, okay. Yeah, and we said, how, do, how what, what, what is your friend saying? He's like, oh no, why? He's just saying he's sad. We said, so why is he written? And why, every, why is it? And that, did the other person also mean the same thing? And he said, yeah, that's the word. I'm lost. And we were shocked. That's lost. Lost. I'm lost. <laughs> See, in our generation, we used to use the phrase like, you know, uh, I was like. But that's a grammar filler. It's a grammar filler. That's different. Grammar filler, vocabulary issues, whatever they are. Not even okay. It's, it's, you're buying time to think. Yeah, you, exactly. You know? Yeah. But this generation does not know how to process this. It's it's a big alarm. Wow, it's a big a alarm. Huge one that is. It's a big alarm. And that's the reason you see that, uh, see the number of suicides in India uh, is on the rise. In fact, for another campaign that we're doing for a client i can't share the details uh we found out that uh, india's suicide rate is faster than the global average for the last two years rate of growth yeah wow so we are actually you know so uh, the rate of doing suicide in india is faster than the global average in fact 17 percent of all suicides in the world in the last two years have happened in india 17 Hmm. so there is a problem so you know what I don't want to leave our listeners on, on, on this kind of a note. Of course not. Let's kind of quickly circle back, leave them with a, on a happy note. Of course. Leave them with a joke. I've asked you to come prepared for this. I hope you have something up your sleeve. Any joke? Any one-line joke. Really quick one, go for it. Or you can think about it while you do this other part. If you had one, one bit of advice for young brand managers, people who are working in the world of brands or entrepreneurs who are building their own brand. Oh, uh, very good question. Uh, the advice is going to be very simple. Um, in today's times, thanks to technology, you don't have to be the market leader, leader to sound like a leader. Anyone can be the leader. Look at Patanjali. See, what you need is a large narrative or a large cause. And we've seen it in many, many categories. So it's a posturing, really. Absolutely. The the narrative that you create has to be large. Doesn't matter what business size you how, have. How do you see yourself? Do oh, you... And what do you want to say to the world? And that matters because... That will create business. I mean, Patanjali became the India's third largest FMCG company in two years' time. Hmm. Simply because their narrative was interesting. That these people behind the glass offices are corrupt. And not only have they denied you the chance to be there, they're, they're cheating you. Ayurveda and our roots are honest and pure. That's it. That's the narrative. That not only have they denied you, they've cheated you again. Hmm. By giving you products that are not good for you. 
So, see, you know, because of the amount of change that's going on in society, there's a lot of mistrust. All right. So this is an easy narrative to buy. But more importantly, it's a large narrative to buy for India. And yeah. did it. In India did. India loved it. Lapped it up. Lapped completely. It up. So I think don't be afraid of your size. All right. Go for the size of the narrative. That's biggest, I think, change uh, that you should think about for your brand. Superb. That's superb. That's very, very uh, inspiring advice. Thank you. And uh, the joke, one line joke. <laughs> One line joke. Uh-huh, I'll tell you, it's is uh, Anu Malik on the phone. Uh-huh. Uh, and the line says, Gana copy ke nikhe star or not? <laughs> <laughs> I love this one. So, nice. I love that one. <laughs> wow, thank you for being here with us in the studio today. Talk to the brand is really grateful. Thank you very much and see you guys next week. Thank you. Good? Bad? Superb. Talk to the Brand is recorded at Island City Studios and produced by Varun Singh. Special thank yous go out to Hussain Merchant, Jehangir Jehangir, Rupa Basu, Ashiar and the Naidu Punjabi design team. Do follow us on Insta and Facebook. You'll find the links in the show notes. Music for the show is designed by Zico. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate us on iTunes, CastBox, Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe and see you next week. Thank you.